Yes, hello and welcome back to the punting monologue. I say welcome back. I say welcome back to you, Benny. Just an unexpected week off sojourn there, mate. I've had many people asking about you. Are you okay? Are you going to be all right? Are your captors treating you well? Yeah, yeah. The family just went up to Queensland for a little freshen up before Aha. the big day of Queensland racing in the Stradbroke. So fresh and ready to... Jeez, uh... you're good, aren't you? Hey, you try and, and well, pretend well, it's a family holiday, but it's just a bit of reconnaissance at Eagle Farm for the big one, eh? Last week was a bit of an off week quality-wise, so I think it was a good one to miss. So Yeah, um, yeah coincidence, I think not. Yeah, this week there's no shortage of quality... Well, mate, it's a big one. Three million bucks on offer at the Stratty. How good's that? This is sort of the grand final day, isn't it, for, for Queensland Racing? Yeah, this is the showpiece. This is what they sort of base their whole carnival around. I mean, there's another group one in a couple of weeks, or Tats Tiara, but this is this is the day that they really set themselves for. So um, yeah, mint. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot, lot of their top horses targeted as well. So it's a really good field this year. Fantastic, mate. And is it looking all right up there? I'm assuming you've got the first-hand experience from your little trip up north. Uh, it's perfect. The weather's perfect. The track's soft five at the moment. They've obviously just left a little bit of juice in it during the week just to, so it doesn't dry out too much. But uh, I think we'll be on a perfect racing surface. Rail out four metres. That should just take out a play, those sort of inside lanes, which are generally the place to be at Eagle Farm anyway. So um, no excuses for the punters on Saturday. Never want an excuse, just want a winner. And just more importantly, mate, uh, with the pots and the schooners nice and crisp, the 4X go down all right? Crisp. The, the gluten-free beers were perfect. <laughs> oh, what a world we live in. Hey, let's get into some racing, mate. Let's go to the first at Eagle Farm this Saturday, and it's in the AM. Nothing better than that. 11.43. Get ready. Over 1,300 here. Our favourite is Abounding at 4.40. Then we've got Queen of Dragons at 5.50. Isthmus. I'll tell you what, I had a lisp in the week, and I would not have been able to pronounce that. That's at 6 bucks. Infancy at 8.50. And then my Oman straight off the bat, He-Man. By the power of Grayskull, what a great cartoon, at 9.50. It's a cartoon that's completely fallen off the face of the earth, though. Well, it's a weird one, because at the time it was banned in the UK, because you weren't allowed to advertise, like, toys and things like that, merchandise to kids. And it was completely, oh. it was the first one to be structured purely around the merch. So they're pretty canny, but you're right, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a woke thing. Maybe it's a they person, <laughs> not a he-man. I don't know. All right. Favourite abounding... Um, it was a huge run last start, three wide, no cover, kept coming to the line, obviously just got beaten. Um, I'm just a little bit worried about it, it's getting deep into its campaign, there's unlikely to be any more improvements, so I'm not going with it. He-Man, the horse you talked about, um, was three f- yes. 350 out to 550 on debut, they ran no time, gets a good jockey change, but that's about it, I don't think uh, it can win, I'm not with it. Boo. Queen of Dragons... I considered this. I saw. I didn't quite have enough ticks. It was written very negatively. Last starts drawn better. Are they going to ride a little bit closer to the speed up in trip? Probably, but I'm not willing to find out. It was a big drifter first up, and yeah, look, it's got former and militarised back in Sydney, but it's a danger. But the horse I'm going with is Infancy. I just thought. Oh. It's showing really good ability in its two runs. I mean, first up on debut on the Gold Coast synthetic track, you know, probably not a really good guide. It did run good time, won by a big margin. But um, so it's probably a query on it coming out of that race, but then it did it again at Ipswich. It, was, it only won by length, but it was a huge margin to third, ran really good time on that occasion as well. Goes forward. Gets a really good jockey change. It's just the untapped horse in the race. And, you know, Chris Lee's a really good trainer. So I think this is the horse with the most upside in the race. So I'm with infancy. 
Good bit of value there too. So you can go each way if you like it. Just remember to have a think. What are you prepared to lose today? Set yourself a deposit limit, punters, and enjoy your Saturday. Let's go to the mile now in race two, over 1,600. Duh. Our favourite is Yellow Brick at 160. I'm not even going to bother reading the rest. That's as short as I can remember anything going around for a long time. Is that just going to win and... You're not going to bother? Is it too much of a risk? Yeah, no, it'll, it'll win. No, I'm not going to bother. Um, it's a really, really <laughs> nice horse, Grip One Horse, who um, was targeting the Stradbroke but didn't get a run because uh, it was fifth emergency, I think. So um, it needed to win last start to get a run. It sort of got a, a little bit too far back last time, which it generally races much closer. So I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but it was completely off the map in betting. Um, obviously didn't pan out the way they wanted it to and you know it would have been a live chance in the straight break if it had gone that way so up to the mile I expect them to ride it a lot more positive probably even lead which it did at the track and distance back in October so it's the winner I'm not going to go looking for any horses outside of it at a bigger price to try and beat it because uh, I think if it gets there in one piece it'll win easily. Fair enough too at 160 it would want to staying at the mile now 1600 again Eagle Farm race three, guys. Antino is at 3.20, just edging out Munamek at 3.50 for favouritism. Kerwan's Lane at 7.50 and Skyman at 8 bucks. It's Cinewan at 8.50 after that, and it's a pretty tight field, this. Dragon Leap starts the double figures. And is it too tight for your liking? No, no, we're playing. Just with the speed Ooh. map, I've got Big Boy Roy probably go forward. Antino, they rode it forward last time, and... I think with the lack of speed in the race, they'll probably ride a positive again. I got Kerwin's Lane and Skyman from sort of the outside gates um, pushing forward because there sort of should be a gap there where they can slot in. So I'm against the favourite Antino. I just thought I thought it won well last start. They rode it a lot more positive than they had at previous runs, obviously just to get the win because they they, this was another horse who was trying to get into the scrap break. Really talented horse, but, you know, gets a, uh, goes to wait for age here and... Uh, it's just not really suited under this weight scale. So I just think, the, you know, it's run into some horses who would have been doing every bit of what it was doing in, in lower grades if they were allowed to run in those lower grades. So I'm against Antino. I'm against Munamek. I don't love the setup here. I mean, last start at one while at Eagle Farm off a little break, off a couple of month break, and then it backs up here. I don't particularly love that setup, so I'm against it. The horse I'm with is Kerwin's Lane. I just thought, you know, this is a bet every day of the week. The last three Ooh. runs have been in Group 1, wait for age races, and finally gets to a suitable race here. Uh, should map in just, uh, just in behind the leaders. So I'm with Kerwin's Lane, $7.50. Uh, with J-Mac on board, class runner in the race, I think it's a bet every day of the week. Geez, that sounds good. Another one at value there, guys. So, you know, just have a think. Chances are you're about to lose. You don't have to go too hog wild early in the card. Keep your powder dry. Race four, we've got a bit of distance here. 3,200. Put the kettle on. Our favourite is number nine, Tiafilo Star at three bucks. Cucaracha for the cockroaches out there at fives. Alabir at six bucks. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And then it starts to drift. Are we shouldering arms or do you like something? Yeah, no, it's not really my type of race, this 3,200 metre race. I mean, the favourite absolutely bolted in last start at Flemington. It was coming off three hurdle starts before that. It's got a really good platform for this 3,200. It's on the back up, ticks all the boxes, but $3 is pretty skinny for mine. So uh, I think we'll sit this one out. I think there's better bets later on in the car than getting involved in this race. Fair enough, mate. Not going to force your hand. Let's go to a shorter distance in race five, over 1,200 now, and King Kappa is at five bucks. The big goodbye, an old omen of mine that 
got the place last time round at 5.50. Bacchanalia for the Revelers out there at 7.50. And Manhood is also alongside it. Then we've got the Inferno at 11 bucks, raging. Yeah, and I mean, the favourite King Kappa is probably peaking here, but I thought it was just a run last start. Um, I think it was, thought it was entitled to finish off a little bit better than it did. It was a drifter on that occasion. It probably gets a bit of a softer map than it did last time, but still, I think it's a little bit skinny at that price. I think Manhood's got map issues. I just think it'll push forward from barrier 17 and it'll need some luck to slot in. The horse I'm with is we own a smart one. I just thought at this price, we're currently looking at $14, $15, depending on who you bet with. Hopefully it's mid bet, but out of a group one weight for age race last start where it battled on pretty well. It sort of, it was completely outclassed, but I thought it's run contained enough merit for a race like this previous run in the archer at rockhampton was good when it led him up and you know was beaten by a nice nice horse in alpine edge but i just think from barrier nine they'll push forward 14 15 bucks as i say most weeks you don't have to have much on at that price to get a run for your money so uh we own a smart one Geez, you're ticking some value this week mate you got to go away more often loving it <laughs> nature it's the nature of the fields though they're big fields i mean if you're going to be diving into one at two or three dollars, they need to tick, you know, tick every possible box in these sort of huge fields. So we only need one of these to come in, and we are laughing. Race six now, mate, over two two hundred. We got without a fight at three bucks ten. That's your favourite at the minute, guys. Then Numerian at fives, Hutor. Hmm, not sure I got that correct. At five fifty, and Christ, Dway, Dway, Dais, Dais. Bloody hell, guys. Give me a chop out. Give us a normal name. That's at eight bucks. I'm going to say fame at 13 just because I can pronounce it. (laughs) This is a a good little race, actually. It's probably not one that I would normally get involved in, but I just couldn't get away from that win without a fight last start. It was so impressive. I mean, a lot of these horses are tied up in the Doombin Cup form line, which Huerta won. And that race didn't rate all that well, so you know I was happy to go looking outside of it. And you have a look at the last start of without a fight. This is a horse who started twelve dollars in a Melbourne Cup last year, so it's got some pretty good overseas credentials, and obviously has taken a little bit of time to acclimatise. But that win first up at Eagle Farm was unbelievable. You know, it was at the three hundred metre mark, it was sort of second last, but it was absolutely bolting. And uh, once it got through, it just it showed a really good turn of foot, I think. Up to 2,200 metres suits. Barry 11, they'll go back again. That's all right. But um, Big Eagle Farm straight. And, you know, I think this horse will win again and stamp itself as a real spring player. So without a fight for me. So you said it was at 12 bucks in the Melbourne Cup. Is there... Are there many horses that would be running in something at 2,200 and 3,200? Is that just the nature of the beast when it comes to the Cup? Yeah, well, there's not heaps of 3,200-meter races. So, yeah. you know, horses a lot of the time are going there for the first time, um, and that's why it's such a gruelling test. But, yeah, I think mm. this horse has proven with its last start win at 1,800 that, you know, it's got a really good turn of foot and it's going to really have a good um, Australian career because it has got a bit of a turn of foot. So, yeah, without a fight, nice horse. And I think after the weekend, this is a horse that will be on people's lips as a spring contender, as I said. Oh, get the cold sore cream out. It's on your lips. Let's go to the mile in race seven. Azula at five bucks. Tanhauser. Sounds like some sort of a ripoff of uh, some sort of audio software. Six bucks fifty. <laughs> Snap back at seven fifty. And the rest are in double digits. And it's a fairly sizable field. Yeah. And no, I mean, it's a group one uh, in name only. I think this is probably lacks a little bit of quality. Mm. I couldn't go and jump into the fire i'm not having a bet here I'll, I'll start by saying that but i'll just cover a few of the horses um azula 
is their favourite maps to get a soft lead. It was a strong effort last start. It's on the backup, probably ticks a few boxes, but not real. I'm not really excited by it. Ten Houser was twelve dollars last start in Sydney, and obviously won pretty well to the eye. Time was okay, but not great. It was probably a run that was better to the eye than it was on paper. So, you know, it started $12 in a, just a two-year-old handicap last start and it goes to a group one you expected to take $6. So, uh, can't be with it. Make a call was very unlucky last start, but it's you know, had nine starts, never won a race. Um, Congregation's the interesting one. I thought it was a horse with the most upside, but there was a lack of market support for it early. So, yeah, I couldn't get excited about many here, Sonny. It was just one of those races where there's a lot of form lines coming together at the same time. And, you know, it's probably in the too hard basket for mine. Hate that basket. Hate it. All right, well, bugger it. Let's keep our powder dry and go to the big one here. Eagle Farm Race 8, a.k.a. the Stradbroke Handicap. It's over 1400 It's $3 million on offer. And let's run through the field. At the moment, our favourite is Think About It. It'll stay favourite at two bucks ninety. Hawaii Five O, Bookham Dano at four eighty. Converge at eight fifty. Ruthless Dame eleven. Aft Cabin at twelve to one. And Cardinal Gem at about thirteen bucks. Is there anything outside of that that can win? No, I think you know this is a good quality field, but I think it is probably a little bit light on for chances, just because I think there are some horses here who are hitting this race at the right time of their career at the right weight and um, absolutely flying. So just in regards to the map, they're going to go quick here. This is this is a Group 1 high-pressure race, so it's not for the faint-hearted and, you know, there's enough speed in the race. So they're going to go quick. Uh, you need a horse who's going to be strong through the line. So I'm going to go with the favourite. Think about it. I, just, I wasn't a believer before last start. I thought it didn't really have the ratings to back up the hype before – that's last run and then it sort of put down a rating last start that made me sit up and realize yeah actually this is a really nice horse obviously group one winner now but for it to win a group one weight for age last start drops five kilos here absolutely perfect setup so uh, i think think about it can win again the da- other dangers in the race hawaii 5a this is a legitimate sort of second pick in the race i did this was another horse who i didn't know if i was a believer before its last run because it ran a really good figure at hawkesbury but hadn't really shown before that that it had that sort of rating in its arsenal then it did it again at eagle farm so you can't ignore it now and it's dropped Drop seven and a half kilos, maps to get a really soft run. So it's a legitimate danger to the favourite. Converge is probably another horse who's half a chance. It's not really one of mine. It's probably got a few map issues. I'd be happy to not be with it. Aft Cabin is a winning chance. I think this is a horse who's got group one ability and just needs to put it together. It's probably got map issues as well. And probably the other horse who I can see maybe with a chance is Ruthless Dame coming off that Group 1 win in Adelaide. But other than that, I think it's got a little bit of a long tail, this race, um, even though it has got quality throughout. But I think we can narrow it down to two or three chances, and I'm sticking with the favourite here. Think about it. Well, in the end, you put your cojones on the line, but you've also covered yourself if about nine other horses do get the chocolates. So great tipster. (laughs) (laughs) That is what's called professionalism out there, punters. You can get a sound grab on about five different runners. All right, last year at Eagle Farm, mate, this one stinks of just letting it go through to the keeper, but we'll have a look. It's about 4.30 in the Arvo. Opal Ridge is at 270, and it's double figures the rest. September Run, she's a belter. They're both at 10. Tycoon Evie at 13. Should I bother reading anymore? No, no, we're not going to play here and... um... As you may, I think hopefully we made our money by the time this race comes around because, mm. look, Opal Ridge is an emergency in the Stradbroke, so the market could change around a fair bit if it gets a run in the Stradbroke and doesn't run here. Really nice horse, Opal Ridge. A- absolute X-factor. 
got some really massive figures, but she's also got some failures at short prices. So, you know, I don't know how trustworthy she is at the moment. So, um, I'm willing to sort of just watch this race and hopefully a few of our horses have won earlier in the card. But this is a really, really good card of racing. It certainly is, mate. And you've given us plenty to work with here. So there is a lot of value. Just have a think about what gambling is really costing you. Can I run through the card? Go for Beauty. it. Race one. Abounding is probably at the end of its campaign with nothing left in the tank. You're on infancy at a whopping 850, but I'm on the Oman of He Man. 950. Nothing woke about it. Just get in the queue. Race two. Yellow Brick is a bit too short at 160, but should get it done. Race three. You've got Kerwin's Lane at 750. You're against the favourite there. Another one with some value. I tell you what. Could be a great start to Saturday. Race four, just sit back and watch it. Race five, we own a smartphone. Sounds like some sort of Filipino SIM card. Smart one. We own a smart one. I can't keep... We own a smart oh, one. Oh, smart home. Wow. Coming from the dumb one, <laughs> it is smart one. Yeah, I don't know if you can edit that out. <laughs> Not a chance I'm cutting that out. When you're a moron, you've got to embrace it. If it's 14 to 1, I'll call it whatever it wants to be called. You're on that. In race 6, you're very impressed with without a fight. You will not go down without one. Race 7 lacks a bit of quality, so we're going to keep the powder dry for the big one. Speaking of which, the Stratty, 3 million bucks on offer, and you're backing Think About It to get those riches. And in race 9... Opal Ridge just, she's not to be trusted. It's not to be trusted. So we're not going to do anything there. Mate, if you had to label a best, what are you leaning towards? Yeah, without a fight, okay. is no doubt my best. Oh, no doubt. Hello. Couldn't have been more impressed by it last start. Oh, and you are a hard man to impress. And you want a value bet? Yeah, mate. Look, I'm tipping it's going to be we own a smart one uh, at 14 to 1, <laughs> but oh, you tell me otherwise. I reckon race three, number one, Kerwin's Lane. Okay. I'm so bullish about this. And, you know, probably up there with without, without a fight is my best bet on the card. I just think this is a great bet every day of the week. Mate, we might have to do this fortnightly if some of these get up because you are up and about at the moment and I cannot wait for this Saturday. It's going to be a cracking day at Eagle Farm. I want everyone out there to just have a think about what you're prepared to lose today, set yourself a deposit limit and have a cracking day on Saturday Arvo. Luck, punters. Thanks, Sonny. Good luck. Thank you, Ben. <laughs>